right, welcome into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM Superstation. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. Great to have you on the program today for the next two hours, the best car radio program you'll find anywhere. And we have a packed program for you today. We're going to be going down to Sebring, Florida, uh, where the Sebring 12-hour is underway. And uh, the endurance... uh, World of IMSA sports car racing is fascinating. Uh, these days already had a, a world endurance challenge uh, uh, race yesterday uh, involving similar cars. So a lot going down at Sebring. We're going to be talking to Stephen Cole-Smith uh, down there. We're going to uh, cover a couple new uh, products coming in the market. Jill Simonello is going to join us, talk about the new Subaru Crosstrek. And then in the second hour, we're going to talk about the first uh, sub-$25,000 electric car uh, that appears to be coming to market and is not a Tesla. So uh, uh, interesting to see what the VW folks have up their sleeve and whether that car is going to come to the U.S. market. And then we're also going to go down to uh, Ford Field today and talk to some folks racing on two wheels. Uh, the uh, Supercross is in town, AMA Supercross is in town. These are the best uh, at the uh, best in the dirt on motorcycles, and uh, we'll be talking to uh, – uh, one of the top teams uh, down there, uh, the Troy Lee team, uh, with Justin uh, Barcia leading the way. So uh, lots to get to. Um, as always, you can give us a call here, 313-778-7600. If you want to join the conversation, you can find us on uh, 910 AM Facebook. And if you miss today's program, uh, we'll have the full two hours available for you beginning Monday next week on podcast. Uh, all your favorite podcast stations, Google, Spotify, Apple, Detroit News. So lots of ways uh, to get at car radio here, even if you can't join us live uh, every Saturday. But uh, let's get into uh, things here. We're going to go down to Sebring. we got Stephen Cole-Smith on the line, uh, race rider with Haggerty.com. Steve, how are you? I'm doing well, Henry. I hope you can hear me. I'm as far away from the noise as I can get, but it's uh... – it's still probably going to interfere a little bit. <laughs> You're coming in loud and clear. Uh, yeah, you sound really good, Steve. And uh, uh, always, always great to be at Sebring. This is the second round uh, for the uh, the IMSA Championship. Uh, you and I were down at the 24 Hours of Daytona. Fascinating race, the first year for these uh, GTP uh, hybrid endurance cars, and now they go to uh, Sebring for the 12 hours. Uh, how are things looking? How are things uh, sh- uh, shaken out for this second round? They're going okay. Uh, the leader is uh, one of the Cadillacs just a minute ago with the number 60, the winner at uh, Daytona right behind it uh, with Tom Blomquist behind the wheel. Um, it's uh, looking like the cars are holding up very well. The Peugeots had a lot of problems yesterday. I was kind of here with Peugeot. But uh, otherwise, uh, it's looking really good. Yeah, really, really, really rough day for uh, Peugeot yesterday, as you as you say. And kind of clarify things for our audience, Steve. I mean, we, we have, we're we used to seeing uh, the 12 hours of Sebring in March. But this year you have two endurance races uh, one for the WEC, one for IMSA. Uh, talk about the differences. Well, the World Endurance Championship is primarily a European series. They race around the world. This is their only time to come to the U.S. was yesterday. 
few of the drivers stuck around for today. But yesterday was their big race, and it's basically a 10-hour race, whereas Sebring, 12 hours of Sebring is uh, two hours longer. Uh, yesterday, the two Toyotas, uh, to no one's uh, surprise, pretty well spanked the field. Uh, the uh, number one uh, uh, Toyota was told to pass the number two Toyota, which didn't go over really well. And they kept it that way, but it was a, it was a good solid race. And, uh, the LMP, two LMP cars, uh, which are the ones racing here today gave them a, a run for their money, but the, uh, LMH cars, which were the two Toyotas, uh, pretty well just, uh, laid waste to the field. Well, and then, Steve, my favorite headline from Sebring this weekend was on, on, uh, Thursday. Uh, the headline was Toyota edges Ferrari in uh, WEC practice. And, and uh, people who come across that headline might be shaking their heads and saying, what? Right. <laughs> what, yeah. what is a Toyota doing uh, beating a Ferrari? But it really goes to what's at stake in this sport. I mean, you have some of the uh, greatest manufacturers in the sport have come in with this new group, uh, this new uh, set of uh, prototype rules, and, and uh, we, we got some, some uh, amazing manufacturers going at it down there. Yeah, grand total, I think IMSA has something like 17 manufacturers if you add in the Michelin Pilot Challenge Series. Um, definitely no shortage of uh, manufacturers here. I just spent the morning with uh, uh, Stefan Winkleman, the head of Lamborghini, and yesterday with uh, Carlos Tavares, the head of Stellantis, which is uh, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram Truck, plus a whole lot of European brands. Uh, to have guys of those caliber here, of that caliber here, uh, just kind of points out how important these races are. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic to see all these uh, manufacturers there together. And, uh, you know, history would suggest that uh, that Ferrari would be out front or that Porsche, which is racing out there today, Porsche Penske is, is one of the teams racing in IMSA today. Uh, but as you said, uh, Steve, Toyota dominates uh, uh but why is that? Why was uh, why was Toyota so much quicker than Ferrari yesterday? I think it's experience, Henry. They, those guys have been running in the uh, WEC for so long. They've won so many Le Mans races, 24 hours of Le Mans, that they just have the pit stops down. They have everything down. Uh, some people thought that uh, they, since they don't have that much of a familiarity with Sebring, which is, as you know, a very rough, very abrupt course, that maybe some of the uh, American teams that have had more time at Sebring uh, would dominate, but that wasn't true. They had some guys like Kobayashi and uh, several others who had plenty of time at Sebring, so that really wasn't a factor. I just think it comes down to experience and a comfort level that Toyota has that nobody else does yet. Yeah, and it is a it is a brutal track, and uh, I encourage folks to uh, tune in. Uh, you can find uh, the, the the race uh, on live. Uh, uh, the WEC race race was on Motor Trend TV. Steve is the is the twelve hours twelve hours should be on on uh, broadcast television today. So, you know, I think it is, Henry. I, I don't even know. I should know that for sure. But I think uh, if not all the race, at least part of the race should be on broadcast TV. I think we have it listed in uh, Haggerty.com and GrassrootsMotorsports.com. Uh, 
Yeah. And uh, I'm sure Auto Week has it too. So uh, should people should be able to find it if they want to. Yeah, and you and you and you watch the cars go around Sebring. It's basically an old airport where they. Uh, uh, race and turn 17 in particular, which is the last uh, turn coming on the pit straight, is one of the most violent-looking uh, turns you've ever seen in motorsport. The cars just uh, uh, buck like Broncos. It is so rough through there. But but uh, Steve, of course, Corvette. Um, you know, you got this overlap uh, between WEC and IMSA now, which is which is great. A lot of these teams are going to go to. Uh, Le Mans, uh, we saw Cor- Corvette really dominate uh, yesterday in the GT uh, field. Uh, how about today in the 12-hour? A little little stiffer competition, I would imagine, for Corvette in the yeah, Insta field. They were doing really well early on, and then I know that they uh, had a problem and fell back later. I don't know if they've regained uh, their position yet, but uh, like I said to Ryan Smith, the uh, Corvette, uh, public relations guy, it's a long race. And he said, yeah, I'm just counting on that. So Corvette's not having as easy a day-to-day as they did yesterday. Uh, yesterday, it was amazing. Uh, ben Keating, a gentleman driver, was one of the drivers in the Corvette. Today, Ben is in an LMP2 car, uh, and he's leading as as we speak. So uh, it's been a good day for gentleman drivers to uh, be able to make their mark in this sport. Yeah, Ben Ben Keating is great. I mean, he's an auto dealer out of Texas. Uh, you, you, sometimes you go to the Detroit Auto Show, and and uh, there's Ben Keating uh, touting his brands, and then he's an extremely skilled uh, race driver. Always uh, always good to see him. Steve, uh, I, I want to switch gears to you. Uh, it's been a couple weeks now, but we had the IndyCar um, debut two weeks ago down in St. Petersburg. Everything's happening down there in your Florida backyard. Uh, what are your takeaways from that first IndyCar race at St. Pete? Well, I think it was a mess. There's no question about that. Um, Erickson uh, sort of just outlasted the uh, field, I think, toward the end. I wasn't there. I was at Amelia Island that weekend uh, because Haggerty owns Amelia Island Concourse, so I didn't get to go to the race. It's the first time I've missed it in years, and it was uh, it was a barn burner from from all reports. And uh, uh, it always generally has quite a few mishaps, and there was no shortage of that this year. Yeah, it was it was nonstop uh, action. Uh, Marcus Erickson uh, wound up winning uh, the race, but it was it was anybody's race. And and I think the, the maybe the most thrilling battle uh, was was between Roman Grosjean, ex Formula One uh, racer, and and uh, and Scott McLaughlin of Penske, who eventually came to grief. They were fighting for first place. And uh, I think. Yeah, my, McLaughlin came out of uh, the pits, and and uh, they raced raced into turn three, and neither one of them uh, came out. Any any bad blood there, uh, Steve, or that's just ra- auto racing? I've heard that um, McLaughlin was uh, uh, not scolded, but at least uh, told that maybe he could be a little more conservative. But I don't know that for a fact. Uh, I think I would. Uh, probably take him off my Christmas card list if I was uh, Roman. <laughs> that made for a great action. It's always a great race uh, to start off. Uh, St. Pete has some really good uh, uh, passing opportunities and, and uh, really exciting racing. Uh, just to wind up with you, Steve, back at the 12-hour, uh, it, was, it was interesting. Uh, Tom Blomquist was the sensation at the 24 hours of Daytona, qualified on the pole, 
really uh, dominated the race, uh, was not on pole for this race. I think he qualified fifth. Uh, is, scene, is there some balance of performance going on there? What's your sense of the of the top prototypes? Well, I know you're aware of the problems that car had at uh, Daytona. They were running uh, basically a cheater system where they could run a, a lower tire pressure than what was uh, mandated. And uh, Honda found out about it and turned them in. So they were able to eat the win, but lost just about everything else. So you have to wonder if that is why the car isn't quite as fast as it was at Daytona. Uh, because there's no monkey business going on here. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, I tell you, it's, it's great to see Cadillac, Acura, uh, Porsche all going at it down there, BMW. Um, so enjoy yourself down there, Steve. Hope it's a great race. Thank you, Henry. Always a pleasure. All right, we're going to take a break here, and Chef Gear is going to go from auto racing to SUVs. <laughs> And we're going to talk with Jill Simonillo about the all-new 2024 Subaru Crosstrek here on Car Radio, 910 AM. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. The all-new 910 Superstation is your number one source for urban talk radio. If you're looking for the best in radio programming, look no further. You can now listen in on a multitude of audio platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Listen Notes, and coming soon to Amazon Music, Good Pods, and Overcast. 910 AM Superstation, the largest, strongest, 50,000-watt urban radio station in town. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh foods. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. 
Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. 910 AM Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 100 spots for $600 with a must-air within 30-day policy, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Devin C. now at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at d.calhoun at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. The 910 AM live stream can now be seen on Apple TV, Roku, Chromecast, YouTube Red, iPhone, iPad, Android phone, Android tablet, Amazon Kindle Fire, any Windows phone. Watch us live at 910amsuperstation.com. All right, welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. So we go from Sebring, Florida, Florida to the uh, off-road um, uh, hills of uh, California. And uh, I think we're in California. Uh, Jill Simonello is uh, joining us on the line. She's managing editor for Pickup Truck and SUV Talk. Uh, she's a fellow uh, North American Car of the Year juror with me. Uh, she competes in the Re- Rebel Rally. Uh, I think there might be more than one Jill Simonello out there. Um, maybe she's cloned herself, but she's uh, she's the the busiest uh, busiest reporter in the auto industry. Uh, Jill, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Yeah, doing good. Uh, great to have you on the program. And and uh, Jill, you and I were testing the new. Uh, 2024 Subaru Crosstrek, and and uh, we were out in uh, Palm Springs, California, uh, which is a fascinating place these days. I've been out in Palm Springs uh, testing race cars out on Thermal Raceway. I've been up in uh, Johnson Valley uh, for the uh, King of the Hammers and now testing the Subaru Crosstrek, and that's a pretty familiar part of the world to you too. When you're when you're competing in the Rebel Rally. You're kind of uh, coming through the Mojave Desert there, aren't you? Oh, we, we definitely are. So um, last year we started up in the Lake Tahoe area and kind of wended our way down to the sand dunes in Glamis. So we, we, we definitely uh, came through this part of the world. Yeah, and, and, um, and, and of course, this is uh, Subaru uh, country. Subaru not only sells a lot of cars in uh, California, but, but uh, they like to go off-road. This is a brand... Uh, for which all-wheel drive is standard on all their models. And so when we go test uh, vehicles with Subaru, uh, we, we tend to go off-road. And it's kind of fun, Jill. I mean, this is a, a very affordable, very affordable car. And, and I love the fact that Subaru is not shy about taking a $26,000, $28,000 SUV off-road. That's, pre- that's pretty impressive for that segment. Yeah, you know, I, I, this is a subcompact crossover segment, and, you know, it, so you're looking at a small SUV with some decent ground clearance and um, a really, really nice uh, all-wheel drive system. And, you know, 
they said during a press presentation that the idea behind this vehicle isn't that you're going to take the cross track and make it your adventure. So you're not going to take this car to the Rubicon Trail and, and you know, take it off-roading in a serious way. But the idea is that people who would own a cross track are going to go, you know, they have to get themselves to the trailhead to go hiking or to go mountain biking or to go kayaking or whatever. And so, you know, they want it to be capable enough to get through some, um, you know what, actually some somewhat difficult uh, off-road situations, but they didn't completely just put us on a dirt road and say go. We were actually going up some, some steep inclines and some declines. It has um, the hill descent control. And um, so they want to get you to your adventure. It's not it's not supposed to be the adventure. And I think they did a really good job with it because it's a nice balance of being able to tackle some strenuous off-road situations while having some really nice on-road banners. You know, I thought it did really well on the highway or on some of the twisty bits. Um, and, you know, it's not obviously meant to, to be super sporty, but it just, it's comfortable. I, I feel like the, the, the word that my partner and I came up with while we were driving it was um, effortless. It's a very effortless car to drive. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, there's always a sense of uh, fun. I mean, I, I got into Subaru uh, years ago just from a, a rally perspective and getting into WRX STIs and and uh, flogging those things pretty hard around racetracks. Uh, but but uh, this this car to walk up to it uh, kind of looks like a – Looks like a tennis shoe. I mean, it looks like uh, <laughs> something you'd slip on and and uh, go go for a hike uh, with. I, I, you know, I think that's intentional, but uh, but it also makes for a very unique package. I mean, you come across a Subaru Crosstrek, and there's no doubt uh, what what you're looking at compared to a lot of other. Uh, 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 more standard-looking vehicles in the segment. I mean, it, it, it's interesting to me, Jill, that this is the best-selling uh, vehicle in the segment. I mean, this outsells Toyota, it outsells Honda mm-hmm. in this segment. Why do Why do you think that is? Well, I, I think it's because of the versatility of the vehicle. I mean, it looks great first off, but second, the fact that it has standard all-wheel drive is huge. I, I mean, I feel like the only other vehicle in this segment that might have standard all-wheel drive is, um, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Mazda CX-30. Um, yeah. Because I, I, so, I mean, I think that that is a huge, huge selling point. And up until this new model year for, for 2024, um, this was one of three SUVs that also offered a manual transmission. And so not that I think that was, like, the selling point, but it was an interesting, unique offering that this vehicle had, which obviously they've done away with for for 2024. Uh, But, you know, I think that Subaru does a great job of including – the right amount of technology. And I, I do a lot of posting on social media, and I got a lot of comments from people who are clearly not Subaru drivers who were like, it doesn't have a digital display. It's 2023. Why doesn't it have it? You know, and so they commented on some things like that, but I don't think Subaru owners want a lot of that high tech, like the, the digital display. They like the analog gauges. But what they've done is they've added in that, um, what is it? I think it's 11.6 inch um, infotainment screen that has wireless Apple CarPlay. And that's standard starting at the premium trim, so one level up off the base. So for, for $27,000 um, without the destination fee, you get wireless Apple CarPlay, you know, standard eyesight, standard all wheel drive. You get a lot for your money. And and so I think that is there, there's a really good value proposition here, and I think that's why it sells so well. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I, I think um, 
you know, folks, folks in this segment, they're young. Uh, a lot of them are first-time buyers. They're budget-conscious. At the same time, they're looking for a capable vehicle. And uh, and this is a very, very affordable car, given the standard features uh, that are on it. I think the, the most you can pay for a Subaru Crosscheck is something like $31,000. Uh, and and it's and it's loaded with all the stuff you're talking about. Not only all-wheel drive, but also uh, 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 adaptive cruise control and, and blind mm-hmm. spot assist and all these uh, wonderful electronics. And, and Jill, you know, I, 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 you talk to a lot of folks as I do, and these electronics are really important to this new generation of buyer. I mean, this is a generation that's been raised with smartphones. They get into a car, they expect to have these electronics standard. Yeah, they really do. And it, it's it's funny, whenever I get into a vehicle now and I have to wire in to, to um, like, access Apple CarPlay, I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Um, and, I mean, I understand, like, uh, a wired-in cord is more stable, but um, I, I think you're 100% right. Younger, The younger generation, I mean, they grew up with cell phones and tablets and, you know, I, I they don't have textbooks anymore. I think everything is done on a tablet these days. And so, you know, having a minimum amount of um, tech, technology included in the big screens and um, things like that, I, I just, yeah, I think they're definitely looking for that. And I, I, I don't know about you, Henry, but I really like the vertical stack um, for the screen on the, the Subaru vehicles. And we're, we're, we're seeing those on a couple of um Automakers are starting to use those a little bit, but I, I like the vertical rather than the horizontal. I think that's probably a pretty controversial statement, though. <laughs> I think a lot of people like the horizontal. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was going to ask you about that because that that is that is the big change. I mean, Subaru is billing uh, the Crosstrek uh, as all new, but folks who come into a showroom, uh, this is it's pretty familiar looking Crosstrek. They've uh, they've they've made some tweaks to the exterior design. The, the drivetrains are the same. Uh, as before, um, you know, you, you start out with about 152 uh, horsepower. There's a, a little beefier engine in the in the upper two uh, trims that has about 180 horsepower. But the drivetrains are essentially the same. But it's when you get in this car and beginning with a premium uh, uh, model, which is which is the most popular model, and uh, along with sport. And uh, uh, you get this big screen, and you know Tesla made Tesla made uh, big screens, uh, big vertical sc- screens popular. It's interesting to me that you that you like it. I I, I do as well. Um, I, I I like big screen space, but uh, you know the base car and the in the Crosstrek still has a nice little uh, console display with big meaty knobs uh, that you can dial for. Uh, climate control, uh, you know, people maybe maybe prefer that still. What do you think? You know, I think you're right. I, 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 <laughs> as we start to move away from knobs and dials and buttons, um, you know, there there some do some automakers do it better than others, and and I do think that especially people of a certain age really want the the dials and the buttons. Um, but the the one thing that I think Subaru did really well with the vertical screen is for the areas that you are going to touch the most, so, you know, cranking the volume, you know, tuning your radio station or turning up your heat, those are physical buttons and dials. And and so that I think they've done a good job with. And, and they've put, you know, the, the fan speed, and um, you know some of the other controls into the screen, but but really when I'm in a vehicle, I just 
I want to crank up the heat and I want to like either crank up or turn down the volume and I want to do that quickly without like trying to page through a screen. So I, I think they did that well. Um, I think some of the graphics are a little bit outdated on, on the screen, but it's classic Subaru. <laughs> so I don't know, but I, I do think that automakers are still trying to figure out what the balance is of what they can get away with putting in a screen and what they can get away with, you know, or what they have to use the, the hard buttons, um, you know, kind of switching vehicles a little bit. But um, Kia has an interesting solution in that they have um, the the button that you push for map versus uh, your your audio controls, and, um, and, and it switches the dial based on which screen you're in. So, I, I mean, automakers are still trying to figure this out. You know, do people want dials? Do they, they want a dial that can do multiple things? Land Rover does that as well. You know, the dials that do multiple things. So, I, I don't know. I, I It all tends to get a little bit complicated, but the things that we have to remember, because, like, we drove this vehicle for a day, and sometimes we'll have it for a week. An owner lives with this vehicle, and whatever the solution is, they're probably going to get used to it. Um, even if they don't like it initially. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. And there's nothing really that annoys uh, on the interior of this uh, new Crossrail. Uh, Jill, uh, hang on there. We're going to uh, hear from some of our sponsors. And on the other side of the break, we will be back talking Subaru Crosstrek here on Car Radio, 910 AM. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 63. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy. 
for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. 910, the super station. The oldest radio station in town since 1922. All right, welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. We're talking to Jill Simonello, uh, managing editor of Pickup Truck and SUV Talk about the all-new Subaru Crosstrek. And, and uh, Jill, uh, you're, you're an off-roader. Uh, you compete in the Rebel Rally, and I'm, I, I suspect another reason for Subaru's popularity in segments like the subcompact SUV is is the their their brand is is dovetailing with America's fascinating fascination with off road. Uh, we've seen the Jeep brand just explode over the last decade in popularity with the overlanding trend uh, that comes right at the Subaru brand uh, as well. Uh, do do you feel like the the uh, the, the the Subaru Subaru is, has has just grown in recognition with customers because people think now you know maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna go off roading more than I would have say a decade ago. Yeah, you know, I think that definitely makes a lot of sense. And Subaru owners, I mean, we've seen the marketing slides and we've seen the, you know, the, all of the things, the numbers that they, they point to, point us to during the, the press presentations. Um, but the, according to the data that they share with us, you know, Subaru owners are very active. They are, um, very outdoorsy. Certainly they like to go off road. They like to do outdoor things. And I, I feel like, one of the slides said something about a large percentage of Subaru owners, like our bikers, or own bikes, and and so I, I, I can definitely, you know, with the the onslaught of the pandemic and people seeking outdoor things more prolifically, I, I can certainly see why Subaru would would gain popularity because not only can it hold the things that you need to do those activities because they all have standard roof rails, you know, most of the vehicles have standard roof rails on them for kayaks or whatever, but the interiors also are very functional, very utilitarian, very cleanable. So if you're putting a muddy bike in the back, it's very easy to clean the vehicle afterwards. And so it makes a lot of sense to me that as the rise of the overlanding off-road outdoor uh, trend is is totally, you know, as, as it continues to rise, that Subaru would certainly become more popular because the people who own those cars do those things a lot. Yeah, and, and they've been doing it for a long time. And, yeah, there, there is a real sense of comfort when you get into this vehicle. You mentioned mm-hmm. uh, just the mechanics, how capable this vehicle is. 
uh, off-road with standard off-wheel drive and does you know does some interesting uh, things like this um, uh, hill descent, which is essentially mm-hmm. a low-speed adaptive cruise. You know, you can you can put it on hill descent, and and the car will drive, uh, or, the, or at least the uh, the uh, the throttle will drive itself while you uh, manage the steering wheel. So they're very clever in that sense, but also. Uh, to your point, you open up the rear hatch on this thing, and standard, you got a big rubber uh, 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 sheet there on the back of the floor. You can just throw wet stuff in there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've been you've been off road with uh, Rebel Rally. Do you, do you feel like uh, Subaru is a leader in that sense, or um, uh, do you feel like uh, Hyundai, Ford have have caught up in 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 uh, uh, giving off road customers what they want? No, I, I think Subaru is definitely a leader. And, I, and one of the things that we've seen Subaru do in the last couple of years is they've introduced the new wilderness brand. And which is even, you know, it has, a, I, w- I want to say like a one inch lift on those vehicles. It has um, black roof liners on those vehicles so that when you, if, when you put a bike in or something in and you, you're not going to see scuff marks on the roof. So they, they have a, added a lot of clever things to make it not only capable off-road, but also, again, put wet things in the back, easy to clean, easy to deal with. And, you know, well, something like a Jeep is going to be, that is the adventure. You know, somebody's going to go and spend the day tooling around off-road. Uh, the Crosstrek, as I said, is, is meant to get you to the adventure. But all that being said, we have seen Subarus compete in Rebel, and I believe the Crosstrek, not last year, but the previous year, has been a competitor, and, you know, one of the, the women that I has been helping me with training, um, her, her uh, Instagram handle is Mountain Subie, and um, she has, like, a listed, modified, uh, I want to say it's an Outback that she um, competes in wins, um, does really well in um, the the uh, Rebel. So, I, I mean, they they are certainly capable, and I definitely think that they are still a leader. I say, you know, I, it's still a leader. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, obviously uh, that's this popular space. You were you were competing in a Hyundai Santa Cruz, uh, which is mm-hmm. another unibody uh, SUV. So these unibodies are obviously very capable. They're putting their put them in the hands of of uh, racers like Jill and throwing them out in the desert. So <laughs> that gives you yeah. a sense of of uh, what is expected of these vehicles. Well, Jill, uh, uh, great uh, to, to uh, great of you to join us, uh, as always, and uh, look forward to seeing you on the next test. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. This, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. Yeah, have a great weekend. You as well. All right, so uh, speaking of weekends, uh, this is Supercross weekend in uh, Detroit, uh, we, we like to talk about everything on four wheels uh, here on car radio, but we love our two-wheel uh, friends as well. And uh, one of our favorite two-wheel friends is uh, Tom Zielinski. Uh He joins us from down at uh, uh, Ford Field for this weekend's big event. Tom, how are you? Henry, it's great to be on. I'm doing great. Glad to be down here at Detroit Supercross. And uh, it was funny listening to your previous guest talking about all that off-road stuff, which is a big part of my life as well, in, in addition to all the two-wheel stuff. Yeah, everybody wants to be off-road uh, these days, Tom, and, and uh, that's that's where you live, both uh, on four wheels and on uh, two wheels. And it is. I mean, it's, it, it, you know, it's fascinating to go out into the desert uh, with a Subaru Crosstrek, 
uh, which which is a, is a great great little car. And uh, we we actually went out on a section of the Mojave Desert where the bikers go. They they kind of go into the hills and carve their uh, trails. And and here we are with uh, with a uh, with a Subaru uh, production vehicle. Uh, uh, going up into the hills on on uh, bike trails, so it's interesting how the two wheel and the four wheel worlds are are sort of converging these days. Well, we love it, and I love to see more enthusiasts of of all sorts of off road motorsports end up together, and uh, and certainly we're going to continue to put together events that will cause them to come together. We've got a couple of cool announcements coming up here for an event in Utah that'll do a great job of combining all that. But uh, for today, the big excitement is we're here at Detroit Supercross, and, uh, man, it's a great tight points race. And and some guys last weekend had a great event that maybe were a bit unexpected, uh, which is awesome, and we're glad to, uh, we're glad to see that tight uh, points race, and it, it sure does make the racing exciting. And looking forward to uh, to having you down here later on tonight. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I went to my first uh, Supercross event down there last year. It's very exciting. I mean, these these are tremendous uh, athletes, and uh, um, uh, I think we're in. This is the tenth round of the year. So, so tell folks, uh, uh, Tom, where we are in the year. Uh, what what the classes are uh, at stake down there at Ford Field. Uh, and and um, and and what people would, would uh, expect if they uh, grab a ticket, which I encourage them to do, grab a ticket and go watch tonight. Yeah, for sure, they should come down and see this. And even if you're only loosely a motorsports fan at this point, the excitement level down here is fantastic. Uh, last weekend, the points got turned around a little bit. Eli Tomac had been completely dominant, and last weekend, uh, Cooper Webb took over the points lead by one point. So here we are, far past the halfway point in the championship season, and the points lead is separated by one point. Literally, if a guy has a hiccup, that points lead changes. And uh, so you've got two classes down here. You've got the 250 class, which largely was kind of a feeder system to the premier class, the 450 class. But these days, the 250 guys, man, the, the field is stacked. And it's uh, and it's and it's just awesome. So we're happy to see the uh, the 250 class guys just having almost an equal amount of attention to the premier class, and and it's the younger guys most of the time. But geez, the racing is tight in both of these classes, and 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 the stars are all here in Detroit this weekend. And and uh, Tom, you you uh, cut your teeth on. Uh, two-wheel racing. I mean, you and I got to know each other out at Holly Oaks, and you can find everything out in Holly Oaks, uh, Holly Oaks from uh, two-wheelers to four-wheelers. Uh, but this is this is really how this was your introduction to the dirt, wasn't it? You 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 were a uh, you you were a motorcycle ra- uh, a racer at one time. Oh yeah, and um, uh, you know, like so many kids, grew up riding dirt bikes, and that led to, geez, maybe we'll go racing. And then once the racing bug bit, um, it was kind of over with. And uh, and so I'm grateful that I still get to go out and race a couple of times a year and that I can still throw a leg over a bike and uh, and do it. But uh, the level that these guys are at today uh, is, is just extraordinary. And until people come see what this is live and in person, it's really cool to see on TV, don't get me wrong, but when they see it live, it's pretty amazing. And, Henry, like last year, we took you down on the track 
And I think you looked at some of that stuff and went, wait, I, I can't even walk up this, let alone <laughs> send a motorcycle over it at 40 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, like I say, these these guys are tremendous uh, athletes, and it's such a physical sport. And like any physical sport, it's better to see it uh, up close than just on TV. Uh, Tom, hold on. We're going to get a couple messages from our sponsors here. On the other side of the break, we're going to continue uh, down at Ford Field talking AMA Supercross. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello. Listen, David, I'm telling you, we won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely no, positive we won't. that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. No. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Devin C. for more information at 248-357-4566 or email at d.calhoun at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. The all-new 910 Superstation is your number one source for urban talk radio. If you're looking for the best in radio programming, look no further. You can now listen in on a multitude of audio platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Listen Notes, and coming soon to Amazon Music, Good Pods, and Overcast. 9 to a.m. Superstation, the largest, strongest, 50,000-watt urban radio station in town. 9 to a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 100 spots for $600 with a must-air-within-30-day policy, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Devin C. now at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at d.calhoun at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. All right, welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. We are talking with Tom Zielinski down at Ford Field. 
where they have set up the AMA Monster Energy Supercross uh, this weekend. And, and Tom, uh, you know, you you uh, you, you uh, work uh, closely with uh, Holly Oaks um, uh, up uh, I seventy five and putting that t- together. You're no stranger to moving dirt around. Uh, uh, talk a little bit about what's involved in bringing a Supercross event into a football field. Well, it, it's quite an endeavor, actually, and and it's funny that you bring that up because literally over the years of all the events that we've put on, we've brought dirt and and all these materials in and out of so many stadiums, and and I have been behind the wheel of many a many a front end loader uh, helping with that to make sure the events come off well. So it's uh, it's awesome, but um, literally hundreds of trucks full of dirt. And the the guys here with Dirtworks, Alex and his team, do an excellent job of creating what only was available outside, inside. And uh, we think that's kind of what makes this thing so amazing is that here you are in an indoor stadium able to witness this extraordinarily high level of racing in in this environment, and it really makes it cool. And, and I, I hate to... Uh, pass by the opportunity to mention that coming up on your show, you're going to have one of the all-time legends uh, of this space, and that's Troy Lee from Troy Lee Designs and his awesome uh, Red Bull Gas Gas factory team. And uh, uh, it's uh, it's it's great to have Troy here in Detroit with us. Yeah, we'll uh, hopefully be talking to one of his uh, racers as well, Justin Barcia, who's uh, very much. Uh, in the in the championship hunt, uh, one of the talented guys in the in the sport, and you know, and Tom, uh, you know, you, you, you're there in Indiana, Indianapolis last week. They're in Detroit this week. I mean, is this is this a, a, a do they move inside and outside outside pretty easily, or does it tend to be an indoor sport until a certain time of year? How, how do they look at that? Well, it's funny. This has always been referred to as the indoor rounds of, of the racing series, except that these days there is some events that take place at speedways like Daytona, like Atlanta, uh, and then some of the open-air stadiums that exist out in California, uh, like Oakland, like uh, the Angels Stadium in Anaheim. And, and so some of it is open-air and can be subject to some weather stuff. Obviously, here in March in Detroit, you definitely want to be indoors, and, and thank goodness uh, we are nice and toasty uh, and warm inside. But, uh, yeah, this is a 17-round series, and uh, we're, we're partway through that now, and, uh, and it's awfully fun that the points are as tight as they are and that the racing is tight, and, uh, and it, makes for a great, um, it makes for a great series. And, and now, indoor supercross and outdoor motocross have now combined forces and connected to create super motocross and there'll be a three-round playoff series once all of the indoor and outdoor racing ends uh which is going to add an even higher level of excitement and higher stakes game because there is a lot of money uh at stake for the winner of that playoff series and, and are those are, are the same uh, the same drivers the same riders uh, running in both uh, uh, supercross indoor motocross outdoor or 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 is it a do, do or is this a mix of different uh, 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 different riders? Mostly, you'll see the same big names uh, associated with that. There are a few supercross specialists, and there are a few guys that only race outdoors. Uh, so there is a bit of a mix. And uh, for instance, because uh, hopefully. 
uh, Justin Barsha is going to be on in just a minute with uh, with his team captain Troy Lee. Uh, but when he gets on, uh, that's a great question to ask him. The only thing I'll say, I know Troy is available. Justin just came off the track, and it looked like they were scrambling a little bit in the pits. So hopefully we can uh, we can make arrangements to have Justin on. But they were scrambling in the pits a little bit, so not sure what all that means. But uh, but uh, Justin Barsha is uh, is certainly one of the big stars of the sport, and he rides both indoor and outdoor. Yeah, no, that's that's fun, and I, yeah, it's a busy day down there. We were we were uh, we we started the hour down in Sebring, uh, uh, where the guys are racing down there. I, you know, I know how how uh, antic uh, pits can be on a on a race day. It's no different down there at in Ford Field. Uh, Tom, when you when you were racing, uh, was there was there this indoor outdoor element? Uh, did you prefer indoor to outdoor? Oh, here, I, I can answer that one very quickly. I absolutely preferred outdoor to indoor. Supercross scared me then, and it still is scary to me. Uh, <laughs> just uh, they, the, the stuff that they do. Yes, I raced it, uh, but, man, I'll tell you what, the, uh, the tracks have gotten far more difficult, far more gnarly today, and, uh, and that, just, uh, that continues to just escalate. Oh, that's interesting. So, the, so the the outdoor t- stuff tends to be more wide open, more high speed. Yes, indeed, it does. And and of course, it gets even rougher. Uh, although I will say, last weekend's track at, at Indianapolis was about as rough as you could ever expect anything to be. But but largely, the uh, the outdoor stuff is more grueling. It's in the outdoors, so you're subject to whatever weather condition. It could be 98 degrees. It could rain like crazy. Whatever it is, those racers and those teams have to have, A, their bikes ready to go, and B, their mindset ready to go to, to contend with that. And, uh, and the races are slightly longer, uh, so it's even more grueling than, than what you'll see down here at Ford Field tonight. Yeah, yeah, that's fascinating. Uh, uh, and and uh, uh, the the I, I mean the best part of every race, I mean this is true when you're on road as well as off road, is is turn one. I mean it's just amazing to see these guys all go into turn into the first turn of this uh, race. Is is that as fraught as it as it looks? Do, can can uh, races be won or lost in the first turn? Races can absolutely be won or lost in the first turn. There's no question, and and, uh, I dare say many races have been won and lost in that first turn, and it is absolutely as fraught as anything you could ever imagine. In the case of this series, when you do do indoors, uh, you've got 22 motorcycles going into the space equipped uh, equipped for about four motorcycles to pass through, so yeah, the fans need to get down here and check this out. It's it's quite remarkable, and uh, yeah, packing uh, packing the seats already, uh, and all they're doing is practicing. So it's it's underway. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, that's wonderful. And, and like any uh, race sport, it shows how important qualifying is, which is uh, what they're heading into uh, this afternoon, practice and qualifying for tonight's uh, big race. Well, Tom, uh, appreciate your joining us, and uh, and I know you're going to uh, help us round up Troy Lee and maybe Justin Barsha uh, here for the top of the hour. Great to uh, have you down there at Ford Field, and I look forward to joining you tonight. Excellent. Henry, as always, thanks so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it, and uh, and we'll look forward to uh, to seeing you down here tonight. We'll get you out on the track a bit later, and uh, – and you can, uh, once again, try and walk up some of the faces of those jumps. <laughs> that sounds great. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. 
All right, that's uh, Tom Zielinski uh, and and uh, good friend of the program, and and we talked to him a lot about Holly Oaks uh, ORV Park, uh, which is up uh, I seventy five, the best off road park in the metro area, and uh, I encourage you to go there as well as to go down to uh, Ford Field tonight and check out some of this AMA uh, Supercross. Uh, We're going to take a break here at the top of the hour, and on the other side of the hour, we'll be be talking more Supercross down there at Ford Field with Troy Lee, CEO of Troy Lee Designs. You're on 910 AM Superstation. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesday's Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too.